Hey everyone, this is Brandon, one of the one of the Brandons. Uh, sort of an awkward situation, but uh, I just wanted to let you know that we had some audio issues in this upcoming podcast. So you might hear some random reverb for no reason. You might hear some audio dips for no reason, and uh, I have no idea why. So. I just wanted to let you all know, warning, uh, we apologize for that, um, but the content is solid. We hope you enjoy our Eternals spoiler review today. Thanks. Welcome, Welcome, all you nerds and randos, to the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon Podcast. Talking about an extremely notorious. What what is the uh, what is the phrase when you're not famous? Infamous. That's Infamous. Expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about uh, the infamous game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on oh, PlayStation. No. That would be probably more fun for me. It uh, might. Who knows. Um, you could call this a retro review. We're doing a retro review or a belated review, but yeah, we, um, you know, when we were taking some time off and pandemic was doing its thing, we still managed to, uh, it was a double date actually, um, go see, uh, Eternals. And, uh, and then we just were like, oh, we never did that. And we, since we've been recording almost six years now, every week consistently, um, we have never missed a Marvel cinematic universe movie uh not only with Have our really eyes but ever talking one? about it with our mouths what we've never missed one no i mean check my check me yeah, i don't well, think so all, all you fans out there go through <laughs> go every back. podcast go for the archives <laughs> go back and listen but you know this is one of those movies that we saw we we talked about it a little bit you and i um and we we have similar opinions on some things differing opinions on others and we actually just decided, you know what? I think it's time we actually go back to it. We, we were talking about not even reviewing it, but I think we need to. It, it feels it's like it's so important duty. in the in the scope of yeah. things, and just for our continuity and you know fandom intact. Uh, I, I wanted to, and now I did not like this movie right off the bat, seen in theaters, but I wanted to give it a second chance, so I did eventually again watch it all mm-hmm. two hours and forty minutes of it don't have too much of a different opinion okay. but i'm open to hearing yours and you better be open to receiving mine you're open to receive i'm open to, oh yeah dude always yeah you know yeah. i do want to get into it but uh you know we we have we have responsibilities as such popular podcasters we have fake sponsors that we need to get to this is a new app that we want to talk about called lollable oh my gosh well it's lollable actually but well, uh, <laughs> It, it's it's whatever you want you it to be. You say potato, I say tomato. So, so here we go. We're gonna play a little couple minute recording. Uh, indulge us, please, and then we will get into our spoiler full review of Marvel's Eternals. Hey guys, we all use acronyms when we text. Let's face it, it's just a way of life. Whether it's OMG, WTF, BRB, and of course the OG of text acronyms, LOL. But the problem with LOL is that it has become all too common in most people's everyday text, diminishing the true laugh out loud statement it was originally meant to convey. Right, so now there's a new app. 
and this new app is gonna certifiably let you know if something is truly LOLable. It's like spell check for LOL. You ever find yourself wondering if what you just typed really would make someone laugh out loud? Well, wonder no more. The app is called Lollable, L-O-L-A-B-L-E. Brandon, the script actually suggests that we give this a try live, so uh, you download the app, yeah? Yeah, I did. Okay, so, let's, let's here, give it a let's try. try it. All right, you remember last night's dinner? I'm gonna send this to my grandma. I can't believe I'm the only one who doesn't like broccoli, LOL. Oh, cool, it worked, because that wasn't meant to be funny, right? So, okay, so let me, let me try. Hey, Tim, thanks so much for inviting me to the birthday party this weekend. That was really special. I can't believe how big Brad's dick was, lol. Hey! Hey, it works, see? Yeah. That's cool. All right, let me do one more, one okay. more. Okay. I used to think I was indecisive, but now I'm not so sure. L-O-L. What? What? That Come on. Funny. That was not a dick joke. Therefore, this app does not find it funny. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Lullable. Is it really laugh out loud? It's lullable. Lull, lull, lull. Oh, fucking app. It's not supposed to be funny. It's just a song. So November 5th brought us Eternals. Um, and I kind of wish it hadn't. <laughs> But that's okay because a month a month and change later we got Spider Man uh, No Way Home so it, that, that was okay. Just, but does, did Marvel make up for it in your mind? Uh, yeah, I liked my love of Spider Man No Way Home was more than my dislike of it. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah. what I'm trying to say is we went and saw in theaters. Um, I can't even remember more than two characters' names from the movie. I just remember Sprite and Icarus and Cersei. No, she's in. That, that's oh, that's that's Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Okay, was she the one that had a pretty much useless power of being able to turn objects into like grain or what? What did it become? <laughs> it just she looked just like a... into whatever she could manipulate matter. Oh, well, it didn't really matter. Flowers. How about I mean, that? That's good if you own a flower shop and buses. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I, I mean, I'm not going to like retroactively make myself sound like a know-it-all, um, but I just knew for my tastes and interest levels this was very low and i thought man we are really kind of scraping barrels here uh to you, you mean know, as far as like marvel characters go yes and yeah. just even when the previous came out i was just like okay <laughs> you know um I, I didn't i didn't like this movie i really wanted to i looked for things to like and it just felt very labored uh to try to find a lot good about this movie I thought it was very predictable. Um, I thought it was very inconsequential to the greater MCU story. I thought it was a fine attempt at filmmaking. It didn't feel like a superhero movie. Um, I thought it was needlessly long. And, you know, I can forgive a bad movie. Um, sometimes if it gives me just a little something at the end to look forward to, i.e. the Easter eggs, the Easter eggs just made me go cool. <laughs> like there was no, not even like a redemptive just portion of anything about this movie. Um, yeah. Let me get your, like just initial thoughts and we'll break down further, further as we go, but just initial reaction, having seen it, I'm my, assuming not seeing it again. My, yeah, I only saw it once, but I, I also come off of reading the Neil Gaiman comics and, 
Um, I don't think I dislike this movie as much as most people, but I absolutely recognize all of the problems with it that people see that, that made it ruin the movie for them. I wanted to like this. I really did. I thought that this was Marvel's opportunity to really go even more godly and out of this world than they have before. I mean, we've seen that before with, you know, we got like Thor and, but in this case, this is like several steps above seeing some of the creators of the entire universe. And, and I thought this was their opportunity to take us to the beginning of the Marvel cinematic or, or of the Marvel universe in general. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't feel like they were very successful at it. There was a lot in this movie that just didn't seem to go anywhere. It was a lot of, it was a huge team. There's, you know, like almost 10 people on this Eternals team or maybe eight or something like that. And most of the movie is them going and finding each other, which wasn't very fun. But when we got the opportunity to see some sort of action sequence when they're um, battling the deviants, mm-hmm. that's when I did like the movie. I thought, I thought those battles were done well. They were directed well. They were fun. It's just, I, I think everything in between just didn't do it for me. And that's, you know, when you have like such a star studded cast and almost none of them deliver, like you have Angelina Jolie and then you give her the most bland part. It, oh, she was just spice free. Of, yeah. There's just a lot of missed opportunities, I feel like, in this movie. I'll, I'll agree to that. And I agree with you about like, because this cast is so large that it made connecting to any one particular member of the team hard for me. You know, yeah. everyone did just feel like, hey, we're just generically clothed. Uh, I have this skill set, but you have this skill set. Some, Some skill sets and God powers were pretty effing useless. Like the girl who could turn flowers into rice or well, whatever. I mean, um, she could do more than that, but yeah. I yeah, and to make her the, the focal point of kind of the whole movie, just, I didn't feel it. And then, of course, you know, Icarus, I, I thought they telegraphed it a mile away that he was going to be a bad guy. And he basically was evil Superman, mm-hmm. but just with w- wannabe attributes. Um, the guy who could cowl, come on, help me out with his name, Camille. Oh, Nahai. Camille Nanjiani. Oh, my God. He wasn't funny at all. And he's, you oh, know. I liked his character. Oh, I thought it was really just off and yeah, he could just basically go pew, pew, you know, and shoot laser trigger finger guns. Right. And then the guy who's like, I can punch you. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, cool. What, what are we going to have like dodgeball kicking guy next? Like guy who can kick like dodgeballs really far. Or you don't <laughs> kick dodgeballs. I guess you get kick, kick balls. But uh, yeah. And then <laughs> another point. guy who could like blow up balloons really fast and have like, I, I, I was just, we were scraping. My initial... Uh, conversation with uh, with my girlfriend who you know we uh, did a little double date which was fun on the car ride home I said you know we I, I pretty much just gave her my thoughts because that's what you do you know whether it's on a podcast or with your friends right after a movie you talk about it you break it down you know you praise the good parts you criticize the bad parts um, she said something that I was like oh yeah huh that I, I guess so the just <sighs> how everyone had to be so different. It felt like it was like almost like an insincere kind of fake inclusion. You know, you had the 
the non-binary kid, you had the the gay man, you had the Indian dude, you had the 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 deaf woman. It just felt like really it just it didn't it didn't seem sincere. I like the cast idea. It just didn't seem sincere. It, it just something didn't quite seem to add up to me. And it just the the inclusion of all pockets of life, it it felt very forced. I guess if you're talking about some of the first creatures that were ever created, they would be a representation of what humanity encompasses in that sense. Of what humanity was at the time or was to come? I don't know the difference. Yeah. I mean, like, there's always been gay people, you know, for example. It, maybe it wasn't as openly discussed back then. Sure. I guess so. I, I think my, I think I think there's two parts here. One is this is obviously Disney trying to be inclusive, like simple as that, right? Where they're just saying, okay, where can we put in a uh, a deaf person? Where can we put in you know somebody with some sort of disability here or who has some sort of sexual orientation um, other than straight here? Where can we put in some diversity? Um, this obviously Disney is doing that. It just felt like they dumped them in this movie, though. You know what I mean? Just like here, just do them all at once. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, I do didn't see like what that. you're saying, especially when you have a, a such a large cast and everyone is different. But I mean, I, I think the idea was that these what is it? Eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So there is ten. I think the idea is that these ten people are sort of in a way, a representative a representation of all of humanity, right? You've got somebody who is African-American and Indian and, you know, somebody with disabilities, a kid, oddly enough, um, you know, it's just, there's um, Asian descent. So I think the idea is that, you know, they were purposely trying to make it like representative of most continents and most different types of people. That's, I think that's what they were going with. Yeah, and I and I get that. It just seemed kind of like not to undercut the movie, but just seemed to kind of not flow with the action of the movie. You know, I, I don't know. Do you think it uh, hindered the <sighs> storytelling or the action? In a way, really? and I just didn't. I didn't feel any chemistry with any of the characters on screen, too. Not that it had anything to do with you know the, uh, the all the pockets of life that they tried to represent in this movie, but I just. In addition to it, again, I'm going to just use the term, it just felt like a dumping ground. Like they haven't had many characters of different, you know, actual real life orientations and national origins and creeds and down the gambit before, you know, Marvel has been pretty white to this point. And I don't mean that as criticism, but it just felt like all of a sudden, let's just dump everyone in this movie. Eh, I don't know. This, this movie it didn't feel like an MCU movie in any sense. It, that I will 100% agree with. It was so slow and like, it made it feel like it was just like trying to ponder existence. Mm-hmm. And it just, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. And I've tried to get my daughter to watch it because, you know, she's into MCU and she's like, that just looks really boring. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I think the problem is that it's not grounded it's weird to say that the MCU is grounded in anything when you have, you know, one guy who is good with a bow and arrow on the same team as a literal God. So like, you know, 
the Marvel is not um, necessarily grounded in our reality, but we feel like it's built up its own plane of reality and we've accepted it. And then the Eternals was a far reach from all of that, I think. But once again, I think it's, I think this is Marvel basically going to the beginning of the universe to the beginning of the Marvel cinematic universe and all the way um, to its original creation with the celestials and what the celestials had planned. And, and um, it just does feel like it's on a different level than what we're used to with MCU. We're used to superheroes and none of these people felt like superheroes. I think that's probably the problem. Even though they all had superhero like powers, none of them felt like they were superheroes. Yes, I agree. And just going inside the movie itself rather than just thematically, but I didn't understand Angelina Jolie's character's basically PTSD. What was that? That for me was so confusing. Oh, like they're saying, oh, she has like battle sleep or eternal. I, did you understand that? Um, it's Now it's been several months since we've seen it. But if I recall, I mean, these the, the Eternals have gone through the creation and ending of a world for a celestial, right? Where I think it's, I can't remember if a celestial is born from that or if they feed off of it or whatever, but they'll create a world and the Eternals will basically make sure everything goes right so that population, uh, intelligent life can grow to a certain point where then the Celestials will, you know, use that energy or whatever um, to, to destroy all of uh, intelligent life that's on the planet, but then they'll create another Celestial or something like that. And that was the, the crux was, of the whole movie, right? It was, yeah. The problem was, I think, with her, with Angelina Jolie's character, um, what was her name? Athena? Athena? Yeah. Was that she, because her mind has been rewiped so many times, because they have been doing this over and over again, and they get their mind wiped every single time, and the, the mind wiping was messing with her. Okay. I think that's where it comes, where that came from. They took that from Men in Black. Did they? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Just... So the Celestials just flashy thing to all the Eternals mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, here's a new planet. Start over. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like this movie didn't contribute anything beyond its own two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah. And those contributions in and of themselves were very inconsequential. Yeah, they didn't feel like superheroes. They felt very muted as far as just everyone kind of dressed the same the powers yeah. were not really sexy. Um, and I don't know if this is finger absolute... guns are sexy. The finger bang guy was pretty. <laughs> yeah. They should just call him finger bang, not Kingo. Just finger bang. I would have remembered it a lot easier. Yeah. I, right. When you said his name, I, I was like, Oh, okay. That's who that was. I was just trying to <laughs> actually remember the actual actors who played actor who played him, uh, his name. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, like yeah. I re- alluded to earlier, I was, you know, I always look forward to, even if I'm enjoying the movie or not, um, look forward to the Easter egg. What? What was that? Black Sword? And the guy from One Direction is Thanos' brother? Huh? What? Like, I felt like such a reach. That's like, I don't know, that's like opening a pack of cards and just getting nothing but duplicates and the gum sucks. And Well, I think they're, I mean, that's all going to play out. I, I think the point of doing that stuff is to make you kind of go, wait, what? 
but there was nothing for me to bite onto there i don't know yes no i get that well it's because probably because you you know it's not like in you know the original mcu it was all like ooh, nick fury is joining the party joining the party and you'd be like oh my god that's nick fury we knew who it was right we knew what it was leading up to uh in this case, we have no idea. Which is like, it's like if, if you got excited because you recognize something or someone, you're like way inside. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And more power to you. But I just, and yeah, the, just as soon as that Harry Styles, I think his name is, mm-hmm. the kid from formerly from One Direction, a pop star on his own right. I'm just like, I, I don't need that. Just like when they did that Guardians of the Galaxy after, was it one or two, like Miley Cyrus. They, I'm like, what? why are we doing this cross pop? you know, crossover, you know, I, maybe it's just for a moment. I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I don't care. I, I have trouble thinking like how awesome and serious Josh Brolin was as Thanos. And then yeah. we've got, Oh, his brother is, and I know maybe that's the character. I don't know. We'll find out. But just when that like fiction meets reality, it totally took me out of it. Mm. Not to mention the bad special effects of the Patton Oswalt. Uh, I think it, it was Patton Oswalt who, voiced the guy right wasn't it the the like like the, the, the gnome looking creature i can't i don't know i, d- I don't even remember i i really don't so let's let's talk a little bit more about the movie you know i, I know we jumping around and we've already talked about the. well you gotta <laughs> jump up and jump up to get down yeah you have to it's yeah. the rules yeah let's talk about okay we talked about the characters which i think we all agree none of them really connect first of all you have 10 characters in a team and you no matter how long you make the movie there's no time to build the character to really develop there's any no. feelings for anybody what yeah. they really should have done is this should have been a tv show or it should have been a smaller version of the eternals or maybe the eternals were half the eternals you know were on working on this while half the eternals were off world doing something else so that we sure. don't have to so that we can connect more with a smaller team um and i think i think that's as far as the the heroes of the story well and i should say some villains because you know we have that surprise twist oh that was so um, telegraphed yeah <laughs> no we had no idea what was happening um but you know there's not enough time to connect with all of them. And, and the writing wasn't good enough to really connect with any of them individually or together. And then the villains were sort of these generic deviants, which I actually thought were really cool. And they were just doing their job. They weren't really the villains. And I, and I, and I see that's where I think this movie went really wrong with the villain. It should have never have made Icarus the villain, the, you know, the, sort of the trying to go with a twist ending. Yeah, they should have really stuck with the one deviant who is became self-aware. Yeah, he's like absorbing people's abilities and becoming self-aware and intelligent. That and he is one of those villains who would think that he's in the right. He right. Those are always the best villains. Hey, we were created just like the Eternals. Like, and that's the storyline: is is the Celestials created them both and humans actually, and the deviants are just trying to survive and they keep getting killed off. <laughs> and so it, it just makes sense to have this sympathetic villain who is just trying to stop his own people from being, you know, in a, a genocided. Yeah. That is a unique, 
you know, villain that we would have connected with. It's sort of, it's a, it's, um, a Thanos style villain where we kind of like, you know, half the world is oh, going, dude's got yeah, a point. Thanos, yeah. uh, got a point. <laughs> so do the deviants in this situation, but they didn't, they decided not to do that. They decided to go with something where they were trying to trick people and make a little bit of a twist. And I think it really lost me as far as the story went. I'll agree to that a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I did enjoy the deviants and I enjoyed that they were all slightly different and I enjoyed the way they um, fought with the Eternals. I thought a lot of that was good. Just not enough to carry the movie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I know the, the, the gal who uh, directed this film has some acclaim to her name. I don't, I, I'm going to say this not knowing if I'm 100% right. Chloe, Chloe Zhao. Zhao yeah. And I know there was a, a pretty big movie, uh, critical, critically acclaimed, critical acclaim wise that she had uh, under her belt before this, which I would imagine helped land her this role. Her style as it played out in this movie, it seemed like a mismatch. You know what I mean? It just, yeah, it, it didn't seem like the right type of movie for someone with her style as it's been composed so far. This wasn't the right fit. It's like just a bad head coach for a sports team. They can be great where they came from and where they're going. And sometimes you put them on teams and it's just a mismatch and they don't play well with the players or right. the players don't respond well to them, however it goes. And it just seemed like such a mismatch stylistically. Right. Well, it's like, I feel like this case, I mean, she's done a real small number of movies and they're all small, little independent, low budget things. And great. You know, you're, you're good at that. Why put you in this two hour and 40 minute godlike Marvel Cinematic Universe epic? It, yeah. it is so the wrong fit. And I think that normally Disney specifically is not bad at pulling directors that have potential and putting them into something and making it great. But they also have some, <laughs> this one included, some times where they, that's just, it doesn't work out. It really doesn't work out and it shows. And yeah. I think if they were to get somebody who's got some directing chops with big movies, big budget movies and superhero epics, they could have done so much better, but they yeah. didn't. Yeah. Uh, this certainly was a low point uh, for recent and thinking big picture, I genuinely don't know if I've disliked part of the MCU since it's been constructed since, you know, what, 2008 with Iron Man. I don't know if I've disliked, um, this might be my, my yeah. least favorite MCU movie. So I'm considering, you know, some of the, the consensus duds, Iron Man 3, which to me is not great. Thor Dark World, um, Black Widow, which was really Black kind of a, a snooze fest and unimportant and yeah. of a movie. Carp, ca carped in Marvel. I was going to say, you know, when Captain Marvel turned into a carp. Ugh, it's close it, it's definitely it's bottom three for yeah. me I'm not willing to say it's the worst mcu movie but i mean i watched it twice and damn you dedicated more than five hours five of your hours. life to that that's crazy <laughs> it's and it's i think that, don't like. that's i think that's what might land it officially the most movie in the mcu um to date because if it's to me just needlessly almost 
if I'm dramatic, I'm going to say unforgivably long runtime. Um, I just think of what was left on the editing floor. And it felt like Zack Snyder-ish at times, just like, do we need another slow-mo where everyone's just looking around and like mm. things are, and the dramatic music? I'm like, I get that. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a technique, a cinematography technique, but it's boring, especially when it just seems so needless. And I just want to know more. And I felt like this movie just, yeah, it wasn't there for me. I think um, I don't like this movie, but I do like it more than something like Thor The Dark World. Um, I, I appreciated that it was doing something different. I just don't think it executed well. So I see that. All, all in all, for me, um, I am still a, a, a thumbs down if, if I was Ebert and you were Siskel. They're both dead, I think. Well, reincarnated with us. So, but, <laughs> but if we were to give it a rating, like a uh, on no scale of, you know, one to 100, uh, I know it's going to be low for you. What, what would you give it? 100 seems really broad. <laughs> it's, it's very rounded. I'd rather do 1 to 10. I'm sorry, I don't Okay, have... how about you do 1 to 10, but if you need to do a decimal point, go ahead. 5.5. 5. Okay, I just, I tricked you because that is still a 100 point scale. I would give it... Well, to me, like a five seems fair, but if you're saying, well, then that would be a 50 out of 100, I'm like, nah, it wouldn't be that high. <laughs> so you gave it a 55 out of 100. Maybe. So I'm going to give it a probably a 60 out of 100. Or if I'm doing your, your scale, a 6.0. So. Let's talk about a movie I liked. No. I know you're not a scary movie guy, but if you ever get a chance, see Scream. That was essentially Scream 5. That was good. Yeah. There's a lot of movies, man, I need to see, but yeah. Actually, you know what? I wanted to do some just impulsively. I don't think we'll make it part of it like a staple thing, but like let's do some recommendations, not only to each other, but uh to who's listening. On a, a positive I, I I just need something like a, a positivity, like after after hmm. wait, what do they call the thing? You know, when you take like a drink of something and it's really bitter and sour, that's kind of what I'm feeling. I need like a, a chase or a positivity. Mm, uh you need a palate cleanser? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Like yeah. a little ginger or something like sure. that. Or, um, What's something you've been watching that you're actually enjoying or saw that you really like that you want to just recommend to me or our listeners? Uh, I think the one that comes to my mind is Arcane on Netflix. I think that's a yeah, show that... Yeah, I definitely need our, to check that out. Yeah, I think that's a show that our audience would really enjoy. You do not have to be a League of Legends fan in order to appreciate that. So those who don't know much about this uh well if you're a geek you probably do know about it but it is a league of legends based show on netflix the animation is incredible and very unique it has it's it's not the same style of animation as something like into the spider-verse but it it kind of hits me in a similar way where when i'm watching it sometimes i'm just taken back i'm like man that was gorgeous or creative unique um so on top of the visual aspects the story and the characters are really good and it just has everything a geek like us would like um get into peacemaker when you get a chance i i liked it more than the source he came from if you follow my my logic there i i wasn't overly impressed by suicide squad 
Um, there's still some things that annoy me, but I actually thought his character played out very well over a series. And there's still, you know, future implications. We can go some places in a second season that would will make sense. I really enjoyed it. It had like odd heart. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely would recommend that. I watched the first episode and I really did like it, but I'm trying to prioritize. It, instead of doing this thing where that I tend to do, which is where I will start multiple shows and then I try to juggle which ones I'm going to watch and it just takes forever. I'm really trying to get through Hawkeye. Like, so I'm on the last episode. I'm trying to get through Boba Fett. I'm on the last episode. So I'll get through some of those and then I'll go back to Peacemaker. Oh my gosh. And we got Moon Knight coming out. I'm going to mm-hmm. recommend to myself that we both watch that. Um, I'm super looking forward to that. And then Kenobi comes out in May. Gosh, Disney There's is a lot, really. Dude. Uh, yeah. IGN just came out with this huge list of video game based movies and TV shows that are coming up. And it is mind boggling the amount of content that gamers have to look forward to or to be disappointed, but who knows? We'll uh, more, maybe more to the point, but I guess you gotta, um, you gotta go to know. I think, That's... I think that would be a good thing for us to discuss in just a future podcast when we don't have like a review to do or anything. Let's go through the list of upcoming movies and TV shows based off of video games and give our thoughts. I think. Oh, I'm good. there for it. Yeah. And I know I've only been telling you this for like a couple of years, so maybe just like a few years more until uh, we're able to get you on board. But check out Ozark; it's such a good show. Mm-hmm. And we are currently halfway through the last season. They they're doing it in two installments. Oh, and last season in two installments. Did you see uh, Stranger Things just got uh, its release dates announced? No, I did not. Yeah, that. they. Uh, I guess this is going to be the final season. They're doing it in two parcels, um, which is a cool way of saying parts, mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently. Uh, but my daughter just texted me the other day, a little screen cap. So May 20 something of uh, season four, part one comes out. And then July, uh, the second half of the season will wrap it up. And uh, it's probably going to be about it. So gosh, a lot of stuff on the horizon. Yeah. Zero Dawn. Oh, and Forbidden West. Oh my gosh. Well, that, yeah, that. I need a PlayStation 5 for that though. One recommendation I would give is for anybody who has a PS5, uh, the new Rat and, Ratchet and Clank game is really fun, and I just beat it. So, uh, anybody who just likes some bang, wait, you bang, just beat it? Up, what? Yeah, I just beat it. You didn't like to be defeated, though, right? No. Okay. Horrible. Shut up. Uh, yeah. So, it, for for those who like the Ratchet and Clank games, this is, in my opinion, the best we've ever had. So, I just watched yeah. you play for like 10, 15 minutes the other day. Um, that game is beautiful. It is gorgeous. I mean, there's colors everywhere. Galore. So much stuff in the distance. And yeah, it's it's really good. So, But you know what we don't have to look forward to anymore? Venom, yeah. Let There Be Carnage. Which, oh, gosh. Let's just put the seed in the ground right now for those listening. Stay tuned for our next episode, which will be <laughs> a full spoiler review on Venom let there be carnage. Oh, that's funny because, you know, we, you know, like we disclosed at the top, um, there was a little hesitation and that's why there's a time difference. Like why we're usually on top of our stuff. When we choose to talk about things, it's usually fresh to us. And that's why, you know, four months later, we're finally, yeah, just about four months later, we're finally talking about Eternals. So even longer of a wait for Venom, let there be carnage. Uh, it's not technically part of the MCU. 
I'll just say I probably liked Eternals more than like them. Let there be carnage. And well, let's for, get into it. I mean, let's talk about it in our next episode. I think that's a great yeah. little tease. So yeah, if you, if you really want to hear retroactive reviews back to back, then come on back to the random fandom with Brandon, Brandon episode, whatever that will be. Uh, so yeah, come on back and listen to us again soon. Talk about whatever it's going to be. And uh, until then, thank you listeners for being a fan of our fandom. Stay geeky, everyone.